if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. And I just want to stop there. Shall humble themselves. I was thinking a lot about what keeps people from praying, generally. Uh, what keeps people from praying corporately. I mean, by extension, we can talk about this prayer meeting, but it's not just about this prayer meeting. Uh, corporate prayer is is something that has fallen on hard times. And what keeps people from praying together in a group with other individuals? I would like to submit that a a big contribute contributing factor is pride. What keeps people from praying in a group? What keeps people from coming on even a prayer meeting like this is our pride. And if you give it some thought, and I've I've given this a lot of thought because you know we've all invited people to pray together, whether in this setting here, which is already an obstacle for a lot of people, the, the whole Zoom thing. I get that, but uh, even locally, just hey, let's let's have a prayer meeting. And I would I would say that if you really were to understand the the motivation and the reason why people struggle with corporate prayer, it is basically an issue of pride. Now, I I mentioned in my email that uh, passage in the Gospels where the Lord Jesus was going around. And he could not do many mighty works because of their unbelief. Now, that's a lack of faith. But I would like to say that even before that, there's an element of pride. Because it's where he was. He was in his own country. It's where he grew up. It's where he was very familiar. It's where the people... Uh, looked on him and and thought, uh, we know who this is. And they had perhaps a very low view of him. It's a little bit like how when I mentioned this this man and his son, the son has a very low opinion, perhaps, of any advice or counsel coming from his own family, his own father. Same could be true of us in our settings Sometimes we have a very low opinion or a low regard for, let's say, even our own pastors in our own local churches, where we will listen with with very attentive ears to those that are a thousand miles away, those that we don't really know, uh, people that we read online and or watch, and and we'll we'll pick up every little thing that they say. But for some reason, our own pastor. Uh, we don't hold it with the same kind of weight. Well, what is that? What's going on there? Again, I would submit to you is there is certainly, mixed in there at least, an element of pride. And that created an unbelief on the part of those in the Gospels that I quoted. And then that created a situation where the Lord just could not, would not, do many mighty works there to their loss. It's their loss. And I think that the reason why people, going back to the topic of prayer now, the reason why people struggle to pray, 
perhaps even in a prayer meeting like this. I mean, we've all made the first gigantic step to be on here. So this is wonderful. But then, it takes another gigantic step to actually pray. It does. And I realize just how difficult it is for people to pray. Uh, I understand that. I, I'm very familiar with individuals where it is extremely, exceedingly difficult to pray. But I would encourage you, and I would encourage you to examine your own hearts. Ask yourself the reason, why? Why can I not do this? And it's not just prayer. It keeps us from witnessing so many times. If we're honest with ourselves, the reason why we choose rather not to open our mouth is because essentially at the bottom of it, it has to be pride. There has to be an element of pride in there. There could be other reasons. And again, I'm just trying to be honest with myself. I hope that we can all be honest with ourselves because at the end of the day, what is, what is the net result? We lose. We lose the blessing of God. We lose the, the mighty works of God that He intends to do, but He is impeded in doing that because of our unbelief and also because of our own pride. Pride is a wicked thing. It's a wicked thing. It's so wicked, in fact, that, that people will, will choose rather to reject God in their pride and die and go to a, a, a Christless eternity. They would rather do that than to humble themselves. And they will, like I say, choose rather, even at the 11th hour of their life, physically, when they are closer to eternity, humanly speaking, than, than anyone else. And yet, they will still reject because of pride, essentially. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's such an awful thing. Pride is such an awful thing. But let's not just limit it to the unbelievers. It's, a, it's such an awful thing in the life of a Christian. And uh, yesterday, I believe it was Gita that, that read to us that passage from Daniel. You know, uh, that passage in Daniel, that last verse, just, just read it again. I have it out here. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol the, and honor the King of heaven, all whose works are truth and his ways judgment. And those that walk in pride... He is able to abase, and he will. Uh, he will. Those that walk in pride, he is able to abase. Nebuchadnezzar felt that, learned that firsthand. Humble yourselves, therefore, First Peter 5, 6, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. God resists the proud. That goes for his people, too. Which is why I read this passage. If my people, first thing in this, in this list, first thing, humble themselves. And that's the hardest thing for us to do. And I'm speaking personally from experience. Personal testimony time. If my people, which are called by my name, if we say we're Christians, if we call ourselves by the name of Christ, if they humble themselves. So, friends, I would like to just press this point so obvious and so simple 
that we don't miss it. We must humble ourselves. There must be humility. Pride. It will keep us from seeing the mighty works of God. It will keep our mouths closed in prayer. We'll have all the reasons in the world why we can't pray. And I'm not trying to... But I'm just going to say it. Just examine your own heart, as I have to examine my own heart. Where we, where we, where we won't, or where we won't come onto a prayer meeting like this, or or gather with other of God's people. You know, we hear of of some of you all uh, trying heroically to 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 commence a a local corporate prayer meeting, and you're being met with, you know, resistance. Not not opposition, but certainly people aren't jumping on board. And we just have to ask ourselves, why is that? Um, prayer is a hard thing. I'll tell you why prayer is so difficult for pride. It's because prayer is vulnerable. It's something where we're bearing our soul to the Lord, but in the presence of other people. That takes humility. And um, that, that hurts the flesh. It hurts the flesh. Now, we can pray uh, pharisaical prayers. That doesn't hurt the flesh. That makes us feel good. It's more like preaching. We're praying, but we're preaching to other people. We can do that all day long. But when we're like that like that publican, just beating our, our chest, not even able to lift our eyes to heaven, and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner, that's humility, and that's bearing your soul and uh, that's the prayer that God hears. So, I would encourage you to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. <laughs>